and welcome back to yet another episode of the Kitabi Karwan podcast. Today I have with us a supremely interesting duo who have written CFO Neeti. The duo's named Pramod Bagri and Sandeep Kumar and CFO Neeti is a very interesting and exciting book where the lives of six top CFOs in India is documented in a manner which is supremely easy to digest and to mentor anyone who wishes to achieve or in fact for that matter learn anything about how the post of a cfo works and their the kind of capacity power will power courage and sheer experience that post derives and the kind of stories the top 6 cfos of india have gone through it's a packer of a book and it's absolutely loved by everyone uh, i had the opportunity to talk to pramod and sandeep about this so without giving too much away let's jump right into the interview hello pramod hello sandeep welcome to the kitabi karwan podcast uh, it's absolutely a joy to have you on the podcast uh, i finished reading your book a few days back and uh, I, i i as my listeners know i as as a profession i am into the finance field so i was particularly taken away by this book it was he has some really interesting lessons and i would really want to delve into your uh, heads to find out what got you into this idea of writing this book up uh so but first of all first of all something that i ask almost all my guests is uh so we live in an era where basically the internet reveals almost everything about most people but there are certain private parts of your yourself that you are hidden that are hidden away from people so and that's something that helps people connect a little bit more with their authors right so i would like both of you to tell me one thing each that maybe you know you can tell we won't find out from the blurb of your book or by just doing a quick internet search you know something maybe about what you read or maybe how do you write or any of your hobbies something along those lines yeah maybe uh, i'll i'll go there uh, siddharth um, um, and i i it's, a, it's actually a, a quite a deep question if i think because there is always an online persona and then there is a persona you have to yourself which is known to people who are quite close with you right and then uh, what i believe is there is also a persona that you discover as you go through life right the way it goes uh, the things that you don't know about yourself as right and uh, as you would have guessed one of the things that people close to me know about me is i am uh, having a philosophical bent of mind quite uh, uncanny of a finance guy to have and i love i love creativity quite a bit right so i really believe that um, life is all about experiences and the next best thing is if you can actually have inspiration through lived experiences you can have inspiration through books movies so i take inspiration from everywhere and everything around right i mean that's one thing maybe um, that would reflect uh, in everything i do right thank you pramod i'm going to come come back to something you said particularly in the next couple of questions but uh, i'd like to hear from sandeep now on this uh, hi siddharth so little bit of my background which obviously you will not find a lot of places uh and a couple of interesting facts about me uh you know i come from you know much like our most of our cfos come from a very humble uh middle class background from a sleepy small town uh, called bokaro in jharkhand uh did my schooling what is one thing very interesting is that i am a hindi medium student uh and i did not start studying formally start studying english uh till i was in the 6th standard uh you know so <laughs> so you know uh, if i look back at the journey yeah i mean uh, you know it has been uh, it has been quite interesting and uh, did most of my education uh, in delhi the delhi university hindu college 
uh, went to I am in law, completed my um, you know MBA. Uh, have been in the world of finance and then uh, strategy and digital consulting for the past almost 15 years now. Uh, I was with McKinsey and Company, uh, you know, leading their digital delivery, uh, you know, till 2019, which is when I left and uh, started my startup. Uh, it's a Singapore-based startup called Toric Capital, and I've been running for almost two years now. Yeah. Wow, that's that's quite a journey, and like. Uh, again, so this this is what I wanted to come back to when uh, Pramod mentioned it that you know that he has a philosophical bent of mind, but that's not something that you expect from people in finance, right? Just like just to give the two of you a quick background on what I do, like I am a lawyer by training, right? And I'm not practicing law. And I start till twelfth grade, I was uh, doing science, right? So on, I think that is one like mythbuster which your book also worked as i think and i absolutely loved it right i mean you read about everyone's stories um I, uh, right i'm not i'm bad with names but when i was reading the story of cfo of tata steel right yeah he he spoke about how he just took a friend's advice that to pursue uh, ca and that's how he ended up uh, pursuing that and like this is such a huge myth in the world of finance that you know you have to have to be someone who's uh, has this very calculative number crunching mind and that's the only person who'll succeed in finance like i find so many uh, success stories of people who just you know stumble into the world somehow or like for that matter are not supremely inclined in that zone and i think in your book does an absolutely fantastic job of doing it uh, so just focusing on your book now uh, i remember reading the introduction and i uh, distinctly remember reading that you know you guys had a conversation about uh, how CFOs don't get the highlight that they need. You know, you did that Google search and you looked up CEOs and other CXO level positions. But was there anything else that drove you guys towards this particular book? I mean, uh, like where did this idea germinate from that you would want to talk to some of the best CFOs or the top few CFOs in the country and get an idea of how they're going about the things and what life lessons can be taught? Uh, I'll start. Uh, you know, so uh, Siddharth, uh, one of the reasons why we wrote this book is because we have uh, Pramod more than I have actually worked with worked in the field of finance and with finance professionals, including a large number of CFOs, for a long, long time. So I used to work in the what you call as big financial institutions group practice. Uh, you know, uh, and Pramod has been, uh, you know, in the in finance transformation, business transformation for a long time. And we have worked personally worked with a large number of CFOs. And the reason why we wrote this book is people do need to understand. And there was a perception, I would say, let's say pre-2000, right, or pre-2010, that CFOs are basically bean counters. They are controllerships. They are gatekeepers, right? And they are people you go to when you need something approved, right? Okay, fine. I've done everything. I have to go to these guys. I have to fight with them and get my proposal approved. That is the kind of, you know, normal thinking that people have. And what we have seen in our journey working with CFOs, and you will see in the book also, right? That is no longer the case. The controllership, the reporting function is a very, very small and automated portion okay. of the overall CFO function now. And that's where we thought that why don't we, you know, there's a large number of students, finance professionals, you know, even CXOs, right? People who are running companies want to understand how do I build a customer ready, a future ready finance function? That's where I said, how do we do this? 
the way we do this is find those people who have undergone this transformation successfully right over the past 20 25 years who have adapted and who now know what the cfo function is and is likely to be in the next 10 years talk to them bring that story back in its pristine unedited format to our users and then let them learn from these people first hand so we are I, i'll put it this way we are merely the conduit we are merely the medium that basically has think of it like having six mentors who sit with you side by side when you are reading the book and telling you their life journeys their stories and you know explaining how you can become a create and become a better finance professional Pramod, you would like to add something to that? No, I think Sandeep and I have often thought about um, this. See, the fundamental reason we wrote was, um, as Sandeep told, was to be a conduit. You know, this is one of the few things that we ended up doing, which was not for ourselves, right? I mean, we had uh, nothing in this for us. Uh, we did have a lot of experiences where young students used to come and ask that, what do we do next? You know, our young finance professional, because of the positions that both of us held, came and asked, you know, this role is coming up. Do you think I should pick up or do we pick up that role? While intuitively we understood that which is good to go, but we didn't have real answer. So the next logical question is, what do you want to do next? Do you want to be a CFO? Do you want to do that? And most of them told, okay, what do CFOs do then? you know and then that kind of hit the blank right i mean and and our own in spite of working with lot of these cfos our own understanding underwent a massive transformation on the things that these guys end up doing right i mean it's very very different from what we perceive to be a cfo's role maybe the world knows one or 2% of what they do and they don't know the other things right so it's pretty much about uh, that excitement in fact sandeep and i underwent a massive personal and professional transformation as we you know went through this and it is covered in something called as extra shots within the book yes. where we talk about uh, what stuck with us and uh, you know how did we start applying many of these inspirations to real life and it comes back to what i talked about the lived experiences are the next best teacher to experience itself yeah, yeah. And, and that's a very interesting takeaway like i think i'll be taking from this conversation personally uh, about the lived experiences but you know i'm i'm curious at this point of time and i have to ask that what made you choose this format right i mean this is like the idea of the book is fascinating in itself and it absolutely took me by by its grip but at one point of time i did find myself wondering uh, like you know why not a podcast or a blog or you know maybe a documentary of sorts like what why what made you good for a writing format rather than like any other narrative format as much as i love reading i mean huge fan of reading as it's uh, evident but uh, like for once i thought that maybe this could have uh, had a different experience in this particularly because given the kind of audience that you're trying to reach out to right i mean you spoke about how there is uh, younger students who probably might not be readers right i mean unfortunately we live today not a lot of younger people read as much as they ought to or for that matter people who are on the fly you know you just need quicker bites to digest something along those lines i know that was just a thought that crossed my head like what what made you guys choose this format maybe i'll go first here and and sandeep i'm sure may have a different reason but right. <laughs> yeah the the first thing you uh, you know that struck us was reading because both of us are avid readers right i mean we love physical books even the right. digital part of it uh, the smell of the book is something that 
really uh, makes me click actually and see uh, the one thing is what we are seeing is this book finding a lot of uptick in kindle uh, which is also interesting but personally i like the physical copies a lot more right so we never thought this to be only a podcast not that we are not having that right i mean we are having this now we are going to have many things um, later and we had uh, many other uh, you know conversations with uh, cfos online which is available online right but one thing which i and uh, which i would like to point out is the book is a very distilled way at the same time uh, uh, you know it is also like a mentor sitting by the side right so many times what happens the way we recorded this is we did a in fact a audio recording uh, which then uh, had few hundred hours of recording then we transcribed that into 2000 plus pages it was not that we sent out the questions and it came it was not that it's like yes. a conversation we are having it was very intentional from there we went there uh, into transcribing that was around 2000 plus pages we summarized it to close to i think sandeep if i recollect 550 600 pages and then we got a feedback that anything above 300 350 doesn't really hold the attention that's when we further distilled right so what we have now is a very distilled form of what you can read uh and at a very personal level and and this is what i think right book book is a place where you can really have a very good conversation right i mean when you are having a conversation with your book right uh you can pick what you want you can leave what you don't like and book would not mind that right i mean that's my own personal journey and feeling and this is like a mentor sitting by the side he's saying you a lot of things uh which you can hear in a voice that you love to hear uh you can pick up things that you want to pick up you can leave out things that you want to leave out and what you are left with is something that really directly applies to your life i mean that's the way i look at it uh, siddharth the next best option was a movie but that was a bit far <laughs> for this that's something i would really love to see a movie on <laughs> cfos that'll be fun <laughs> the only thing i'll add siddharth is i'll i'll put it very simply right maybe it was right. also a you know a bit of an oversight on our part maybe we should have done it on a multimodal method i've got employees and interns in my company who are like 21 22 25 years old and as you just mentioned they are like youtube hacker yeah. right so they are like you know do you have something which yeah. i can watch in 10 15 minutes and you know get uh, get i don't know the attention spans of the medias have changed significantly and hopefully yeah. when we do our next book on this or any other topic uh, we will try and make sure that there's a multimedia when i say multimedia not only a book but also you know podcasts or videos that we go along right. with we have done you know follow up conversations and put them on cfoniti.com uh, but still yeah i absolutely agree with you that uh, you know a book is our preferred method but going forward we'll make sure that to make it more inclusive to students and the younger generation we have yeah. you know things like clubhouse and you know yeah. uh, youtube <laughs> yeah, like, yeah right no so. as and as much i absolutely love like i mean i my preferred mode of getting information is books like i mean i think i can i'm quite sold on what promote side like i'm exactly like that i love the smell of a physical book uh, much more than anything else but it's just the sad truth of how things are working these days that but i think i think uh, maybe your book can actually also i the way i would like to see it is that there would be people who actually want to read exclusively about cfos and they're like this is the only place where i can get it so maybe maybe you give birth to another reader who knows 
that's actually yeah. a possible good takeaway you can have on this entire thing but uh something that i really caught on to was the fact that you guys are avid readers let tell me a bit more about that what uh have you guys have been reading since childhood or uh was this just something that came with a job or something that you you know had to start get reading a lot more because of finance or was this something this as a hobby so, uh, that you always yeah, I'll, i'll tell you right and this is again very interesting i don't yeah. share this normally with uh, not a lot of people know maybe my wife and my family does so i told you i'm a hindi medium guy right i shifted right. Uh, and and started formally studying english in the 6th standard and you will not believe and it was yeah. i think it was just the love of the language or books by 8th standard when my peers were just studying the textbooks i was reading war and peace and pardo uh, dostoevsky you know thomas hardy and I, i don't know how it happened the transformation transformation was extremely rapid but uh, you know uh, you know trying to read and imbibe readers like and rand and 1400 page books uh, you know right. lord of the rings for example right uh, so i was uh, i was i mean i would say I, i'm just thankful right it is it is nothing but an inclination and people just pick it up but yes from a very early very very early age uh, you know like reading books on an average uh, would read uh, now it has gone actually gone down unfortunately but on an average you read five to six books a month uh, you know i have you know i have a large set of books and my wife keeps on threatening to throw it out every time we have to move houses uh, it's uh, yes uh, so it's just uh, just have loved books reading books and uh, no specific genre uh, honestly speaking uh, you know uh, less business books and more uh, more normal books you know uh, that that have been reading pramod no for me uh, books are basically my medium to distress to acquire knowledge i i read uh, book as a medium of lot of inspiration right so my 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 current book would be something like an almanac of um, novel ravikant right i mean absolutely ah. love it things like great shoe dog um, you know things like man's search for meaning so me and sandeep complement each other quite well so you would see we are mutually exclusive in reading and <laughs> yeah so uh, you know uh, what what i really believe and feel is that uh, when when you uh, i when you start reading lot of these books the the best thing comes if you can reread it so there are many books i would have read like three times four times you know things like four hour work week by tim ferris i absolutely love it uh, i would have reread them multiple times over and over and and you know there is always something new that comes up i try to apply lot of their knowledge in real life and see i have read my my share of uh, you know the fiction ones as well so the jeffrey archers of the world and what i love to do there was he kind of takes you through the world so for me a book is a opportunity for you to experience a different world now that can be fiction non fiction and i just love being in that different world for a while right i mean that's how i <laughs> look at books so when i read Uh, almanac of novel ravikant i actually think as if he is right out there and he is trying to say a lot of things about life wealth happiness and it kind of what resonates with me i note it down and what doesn't i just disagree and and allow it to go that way right? i mean that's how i kind of read a lot of that yeah no no that's very beautifully put because mm-hmm. i mean right now i was just thinking back to how i was ex- what how i experienced your book because uh, you know i had this image in my head of uh, like i just had seen your faces like this uh 
from the book itself so my the image in my head was uh, you sitting with like the cfo in, and and because obviously i have not seen their offices or anything but in my head there was just a conversation on this you know there's this uh, conference room and uh, it just there gray carpets and there's a white table i know like that imagination that turns up in your book so i actually read your book as if i'm watching a conversation right like i'm reading it and there's a conversation happening in my mind and it, it it's fascinating that both of you like you know been avid readers and have read across the spectrum because it so that like that actually makes me the next question a very interesting one that what made you choose this particular style of narration right i mean because you guys have read across the spectrum you've read different kinds of fiction non fiction and you know that there are authors and writers take different styles of you know reaching out to their audiences perspectives first person perspective describing setting the scene or something along those lines yours are quite interesting they're direct conversations free flowing conversations from that but they're structured particularly in the you know they're subdivided and you mentioned it at the in your introduction as well so what made you like uh, choose this particular form over say let's say you know just like a story like a short chapter on every cfo where it's just like a narration from one end to the other rather than a conversation what why a question answer format rather than anything so two two reasons here so that at least what i can yeah. recall right there might have been a lot more right. so one was that we want you know um, i'll be honest right you would want to hear mr ajay seth and mr kaushik chatterjee and mr shrinivas pathak a lot more than sandeep kumar and pramod bagdi right because okay. because of obvious reasons right so what we wanted to do was as i told you right we want to kind of bring you those stories fade in the background and then let the cfo come out let their personality their and one thing that is very important you are also an avid reader is basically what you call as the tone or the voice of the author right this voice could not have been sandeep kumar or should not have been sandeep kumar or pramod bagri the there are six voices in the book right you know and you know while we have trimmed down the book from 2000 pages to 250 pages the voice hasn't changed right. you know so there is there is in fact there are certain informal phrases and you know paragraphs that we have kept because we wanted you to think and know that you are actually talking to the cfo and right. that's why we thought that you know having an interview format where it is 90% the cfo 90% his journey 90% learning and 10% you know the authors would be better than the authors but the moment you interpret someone you know and and you know about communication and communication gap right the moment you interpret right. someone there is a right. strong chance that there will be loss in communication the second reason and this was a mistake on our part is we thought it will be easy to do it we thought that we'll capture their you know capture their interviews transcribe them right. and then you know we'll publish the book okay. in a year we really didn't know that it will take so much effort so much effort to basically get it done and by the way i just wanted to tell you right about the cfos we asked them each for 90 to 120 minutes when we started and we said this is all you know that's all you have to do and we'll take care of the rest the fact is that we ended up combined taking more than 200 hours you know so made more than like 20 30 hours of each cfo sometimes on saturdays on sundays uh, because it was just so much work so you know we thought it will be easy it just was so much work but i mean at the end of the day we are happy that at least we were able to preserve their voice preserve their life journeys right that's quite that's quite an interesting uh, outtake particularly the second one because i remember reading in the book where you mentioned it you ended up taking a lot more time and it was really kind of them to actually 
put out give you that much time in, in the first place i mean that was supremely interesting but i i kind of agree like you know the voice and tone bit about how there are six different voices and i think that uh, i mean kudos on the uh, narration choice that you guys picked up because i think it stood out really well for the reader right i think i was able to have um, and even even your questions for that matter because i think they were really well chosen it did not uh, i mean you did cut it down from 2000 words to 250 pages or uh, 2000 pages to 250 pages the conversation appeared very free flowing at no point of time i thought okay this was a very abrupt change from what he's talking about it actually turns you know just goes from one question to the other but uh, let, let's let's bring the focus back to you guys okay so um, my the next question is because now that i know that you guys are avid readers and you've written a lot as well and are genuinely as and as promote also has a very philosophical bent of mind this question actually becomes a lot more important so you know how i'm not going to ask you for your favorite books i mean i don't think any reader would ever be able to like i don't narrow down books that they call their favorites but i think all readers have books that you know have impacted them a lot right i mean changed their perspective on things or just given them a whole new way of looking at this like i mean you guys spoke about how the interview process in itself was something that changed your professional outlook so uh maybe you could tell me a couple of books each which actually have influenced you over the years you know like has genuinely changed it might be personal professional or in any other way whatsoever that has changed the way you think or the way you look at the world or something along those lines so if you look at uh, first of all uh, siddharth i think uh, you touched upon a point that it was nice of the cfos to give that time and that's that's very very true you know and we were actually taken aback with their sense of giving every time i mean they they really live by give before you receive uh, you know never ever uh, you know once they knew that the larger purpose is for others to get benefit out of it i mean they always gave us time i mean that was fantastic uh, uh, that was there of course you know apart from cfo niti where we had the chance to you know pen this and hence had more personal transformation which is detailed out um, there are quite a few books actually a <laughs> number of them and i'm just just trying to distill the things see one thing that struck uh, me quite a bit was uh, the book uh, man search for meaning i mean it's a very simple easy read but where uh, there is a very profound statement which says that if you know the why then you can manage any how right i mean that that struck with me which actually said that once you know it's not about you know many people feel that it's about the ease at which we conduct our life it is about having a peaceful life it is about uh, you know many other comforts that you can get to yourself but that's not the case right i mean you will find lot of these people who have all of this and still you know you don't get them uh, you know having that kind of contentment that you may want to have right i mean if you know the why and that why may be through a very difficult journey then you would be able to manage anyhow and really find that at the end of the tunnel right i mean that book is a pure gem uh, that i would uh, you know strongly uh, recommend for for many of them to know right um, of course then uh, you know there are many other books but maybe from my current uh, reading i am absolutely loving and i have told this before about the almanac of naval ravikant um, absolutely a gem and one 
one thing uh, that stuck with me is don't take yourself too seriously you are another monkey with a plan right i mean that's <laughs> something quite beautiful uh, yeah. and a very simple way to do that uh, and you know and there are many many such gems of course my all time favorite remains the four hour work week which is a master book that changes the way you conduct your life you may you can end up doing so many many other things just by making sure that uh, you know you kind of have the freedom to do what you want if you kind of conduct your life in a particular way it's not it's never going to be a four hour work week but the word work is there important because if you can make your work as your playground and vice versa then uh, okay. you can just get things done right so so there are many many more but yeah maybe these are top of my mind right now that's quite interesting sandeep what about you so uh, you know i am not I, i'll be honest right i'm a lot more practical like not very philosophical uh, and the books that i read uh, you know are very very different i strongly and very actively avoid business books uh, you know uh, try and read as few of them uh, i try and read books which basically you know are fiction but you know i mean you know different kind of fiction they are not really jeffrey archer and like that but i'll give you a few examples right and maybe that will uh, bring it to life so you know a book that i keep on going back and reading once in a year maybe is a book called the book thief by robert zusak i don't know if you have read that so that yes. it's basically on the you know holocaust and atrocities and you know written by an australian author um you know it, it basically you know it, it's a book that writes it's written by death actually it's written from the viewpoint of death and it just brings to light a lot of things that are not really that important in life right and i love reading that book i'll give you another example and i like to read a lot of fiction i mean sherlock holmes is one of my you know you know most favorite yeah. ever i've literally read anything and everything that has been written by arthur conan doyle so a few of those so you, you know i i i read very old books like you know books written in 17th 18th century which you may not know so i'll give you some counterparts right now so one of my favorite authors right now is a person called uh, louise penny i don't know if louise you know louise penny she writes a series of fiction books uh, it's, it's inspector gamache it's basically nothing but like like arthur conan doyle and there is a statement that inspector gamache makes which i which i like to you know do so he says the fourth sayings that lead to wisdom are i was wrong i'm sorry i don't know and i need help the fact the fact of life is can we let go of our egos and basically actually say that you know all of these four things how difficult i mean just think of it right how difficult do we find to say i was wrong and i need help how many times we go out say and i need help and this is from a out and out thriller book please <laughs> right so people like louis penny people like um, you know um, uh, you know books like the devotion of suspect x i mean they are pure thriller books but at the end of the day you go back and you read them uh, quite often to just you know because it's a slice of life the other kind of books that i read uh, to summit very shortly is i read a lot of books on the stock markets and technical technical analysis i am a high frequency trader uh, you know so one book i'll mention and i know this may not be suitable for your readers is a book called the reminiscences of a stock market operator uh, it's my one you know my number one favorite book when it comes to a stock market it is uh, it is the life and journey of a, uh, of one of the most prolific traders uh you know in history uh, a person called jesse livermore 
and uh, you know it is a book that you read every time and you learn something and you remember that okay what are the mistakes that i am making that are not letting me basically achieve the maximum returns i can so very varied very varied reading choice uh, but yeah some of the examples that of books that i like to read okay. again like it's it's very interesting the diverse choices you guys have but uh, i think something that i noticed in common which actually came out in your book also and i think that it's just great that your takeaways from these different kinds of books are uh, such great things because i mean if i i mean when i was reading it even though like some cfos might not have said it right a lot of them actually spoke about this to the extent that not hesitating to ask for help or acknowledging that they're wrong at something right the like you know letting go of these egoistical things i think those i i mean they it very subtly it stood out as the more important things that they've done in life you know that that guided them towards uh, becoming who they are or like achieving the success that they have right uh, but okay i have one final question before i wrap this up for you guys uh, you guys have written non fiction is there something any any uh, inclination to write fiction in the future or like is there any any i know cto niti that might come up for a ceo niti that is in the works what what's next from the two of you yeah pramod no interestingly um yeah, you know siddharth we have been now approached by few copcom departments to see whether a uh, few other cfos can get covered now all these cfos we had approached directly um, of course we are uh, just working through the possible sequel um, to a cfo niti now now that uh, is possible one of the other ideas that came from one of the cfos in a conversation was you should like uh, write about the marketing guys right uh, fiction is also not a bad idea you know you can always uh, have a uh, protagonist who can speak about multiple things that goes through it also takes the pressure of who is talking what and it becomes far more easier to speak about but the frank thing is we just want to reach the readers right now all our focus sandeep and my energies are currently on cfo niti making sure that it uh it achieves the objective it set out to do right it was about yeah. more and more readers um making the choices if you are a student to clearly understand and make an informed choice of what a finance department person really does what happens behind the doors if you are a finance professional then to understand okay how do i if i want to be a cfo right then how do i become is there a certain path i can take which is detailed out in the book and if you are a non finance guy which was very surprising to us um, many many non finance guy came with a feedback that we could really relate now to why that finance person told us the way you know he told right i mean we never understood that part of the finance person so if if there was a finance stakeholder you deal with and everybody deals with a finance stakeholder right because you go for budget approvals you procure uh, and and you need to uh, sell something to the cfo it's always that it's good to know that part of the world a little bit also so the idea is to reach all these readers and i'm sure we will be guided by the readers what they want to look next and we will provide that so uh, just to add to that siddharth i have only one ambition right so i have a 11 year old daughter and right. uh, you know she basically her, her wrote is that you do boring things in finance <laughs> and you are now have written a boring book on finance okay so <laughs> so my ambition in life is to write a book that she doesn't find boring <laughs> you know and i think that will be quite difficult right. to achieve the kind of work we do but yeah on a lighter note yeah 
इंटरेस्टिंगली सिद्धार्थ आई हैव टू सन्स एंड यू नो माय सेकंड सन इज इज क्लोज टू 10 इयर ओल्ड एंड एंड यू नो आई वाज वेरी वेरी सरप्राइज्ड ही पिक्ड अप दैट बुक एंड ही वेरी रिलीजियसली रीड्स दोस टू पेजेस एवरीडे इट वाज लाइक एंड ही वुड मेक मीनिंग्स आउट ऑफ इट राइट सो ही विल आस्क पापा व्हाट डस स्टैट्यूटरी मींस बिकॉज़ दैट वर्ड इज रिटेन ऑफन so i tell anything legal okay so this person used to do legal audit then i have to kind of sit back and say no no it doesn't mean that it means <laughs> this right so yeah i mean it's quite heartening to see um, that he's picking up that book and and picking up something to read at least um, right. on these lines i don't know if he does so that i feel okay about it or he really likes it that i i leave it to him to <laughs> comment right right I I don't know if that was the kind of students you were looking for targeting to read your book, but it's a great, <laughs> no. great it's a great start. Not a really, great, great start. not really. But he's still reading it. I don't know why. Yeah. No, no, it's not it's, really. it's but it's a great place to be at. I mean, I think if like, and I'm so happy that you're like actually taking out the time and next, he's reading your this book and like getting in. And Sandeep, same for your daughter. I think she's going. Uh, she's eleven right now. So obviously, she's not. I don't expect yeah. any eleven-year-old to ever. I mean, it's surprising if they find uh, the book very interesting. Yeah, But it's something you know when she turns like eighteen, nineteen, or like you know she's in We college. We hope, yeah, at some that point right? of time, hopefully, yeah, someone yeah, will do it. Yeah, yeah. So, so like you can just wait it out for a few years, and then like <laughs> yeah. she she's gonna come back and be like, sorry, yeah. right? So that that's gonna happen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, thank you so much, guys, for doing this. Uh, and by this, I just don't mean the podcast, but by writing this book because it's very refreshing to read a book uh, which talks about. is something you know how in the world of finance a lot of people just end up writing books on you know the which are very purely drab non fiction about what they do and it generally tends to alienate the non finance people or the people who are not involved in that field but this is a very interesting combination of like life stories and inspiring people and i think you guys i wish you all the best in achieving the success that you are aiming for which is reaching out to this right audience and i hope uh, this podcast reaches out to as many people and inspires them to pick up the book uh, everyone cfo neeti is available on amazon flipkart and all your other bookstores and you can uh, reach out in the links that we've mentioned here and you can get the book thank you pradi uh, pramod and uh, sandeep for joining in this was absolutely fun thank you so much thanks and siddharth for having uh, us here and thanks to the viewers for watching us Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks Adar. Thank you for your time. Thanks everybody. Bye. Thank you for tuning into this episode. If you like this episode, remember to share and subscribe across podcasting platforms and on YouTube. We are also on Instagram where we put up some really interesting bookish content and have live conversations with different bibliophiles, authors, translators, etc. You'd love it. Check us out at the rate kitabikarwan. Thank you so much.